Hello, all, and welcome. Thank you for listening. If you are, you probably aren't, but thank you if you are. This is the Maintaining Risk Control Podcast. It's another wrestling podcast by two fat losers, me and Logan. I'm Jacob. I'm also Jacob. And I'm also Logan, so it's (laughs) good to know. I'm uh, I'm Logan. Uh, Hello. Um, I'm the fatter one. Um, That's true. I'm, and that also tells you that I've been the wrestling fan longer. Yeah, I haven't been into wrestling enough to get as fat as Logan. But we're, so, we're gonna get we'll get you we'll get you there. No, no. By the end of the podcast, I hope to be on six hundred pounds mm-hmm. and get called off and get called out by the acclaimed when they come back to Detroit. Oh yeah, for as being like, the fat <laughs> for being the fattest wrestling fan in Detroit. Specifically, like calling you out. Yeah, yeah, no, because I'm going to get famous for getting fat by eating Little Caesars pizza as a wrestling <laughs> Oh, so yeah. So they can, they can uh, rap a bar about the Illiches um, and how they made ma- obese. Yeah, they made you fat. Well, I mean, with, with, with the prices being like 55 cents more, I don't know if we're going to be getting that, the pizza that much anymore. No, but, I, I don't know if I could support that. But, you know, yeah. Logan, what's funny, though, is when we would watch the pay-per-views together, mm-hmm. we would always eat fucking little caesar's pizza so i've already started my process well that's because it was so cheap but now that it's so expensive we yeah, can't support those caesars dude but, between uh, the gas prices to go pick it up i i, I can't I, even... right but my goal now that we're gonna get you fat as a wrestling fan is so that you by the end of the podcast right last episode i want to have i'm gonna lose a ton of weight by the way so i'm gonna be the skinny one eventually <laughs> and then i'm gonna um have a a bunch of men, um, clothed or unclothed, up to you, run in with a wheelbarrow, load you into the wheelbarrow, and wheel you out. And that's how we will end the podcast. Well, I was thinking that the podcast was going to end because I go into cardiac arrest. No, no, both can happen at the same time. Okay, okay. Okay, okay yeah, both can happen. Well, so anyways... I was going to assume that we would be preparing for my cardiac arrest like you know the doctors like you're on oh yeah you're, oh no no they'll, they'll the be doctors filled up. on your last hot and ready you eat one more <laughs> and you're gonna die i was just assuming that i was just gonna make that final decision well, well, well yeah we'll make it a whole day like we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go through the process of of you right, making the cool. decision it's, it's like pulling the plug but just eating a pizza <laughs> <laughs> well you got you you uh you wrestling fans hear that you fat marks you guys are all fat like <laughs> It's okay. And some part it's, Little it's, Caesars. Okay. Yeah, it's all Little Caesars pizza. I know you guys all do it. That's fine. I do it too. So this is a well, great. Oh, this is yeah, a great this is a opener. great start. Immediately get rid of all of any 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 fan base we had because they're all fat marks. Gone. Why would you be? Why would you be listening to a wrestling podcast in the first place, right? Especially one that. I mean, well, hey, maybe we'll get like casual people because we're not. Fucking stupid guys interviewing people and being all serious. Oh, my God. Well, okay, so that that brings us to our first point, right? And, again, thank you if you're here for this. Yeah, well, we should probably explain why we're doing this in the first yeah. place. So, um, the so, reason... Go ahead. Well, the first reason any two white males start podcasting in their 20s is because <laughs> they have no direction in their life. But, secondly, though, the second reason why we're doing it is we're sick and tired of all wrestling media being interviews. I swear to God, every single podcast or piece of media I see, with someone even possibly interesting that I might want to listen to, it's mm-hmm. all interviews. It's all news. It's all scoops. 
it's, you know, it's, it's, it's interviews or it's watching old wrestling and like talking yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, you know, it's like 87 weeks with uh, Eric or whatever his name is. I, I got into wrestling recently, so anything before <laughs> 2000, I don't know what it is. But, you know, 87 weeks. I Hulk don't, who? Yeah, Hulk who? I don't, I, I don't know who Hulk Hogan is. And that's a callback to 2016, Logan. <laughs> okay. When Hulk Hogan... Well, didn't exist. He did no. not exist. Yeah. So anyways, um, no, every every wrestling podcast is watching old Lucha Libre or WCW or, you know, revisiting Impact or, you know, you got like two competing old farts between Dave Meltzer and Jim Cornette who. Holy shit, I did not expect this much spite in the first five minutes. I swear to God, I don't. Okay, a little bit about me. I did not like wrestling for a long time. I got into wrestling, and then I immediately stopped liking wrestling when I realized how garbage the modern product was. And only recently did AEW and New Japan bring me in. But here's the thing, though, and this is where me and Logan uh, differentiate here. Mm -hmm. Logan grew up as a child as a wrestling fan. Hence why he's fatter than I am right now. <laughs> is Logan so, was a child of wrestling. I got into wrestling as an adult. So yes, I so, have no I have no baseline. Mm -hmm. So there's um I have so no he, I have no so bias. That, yeah, that's why you so you bring such an interesting perspective to wrestling because you literally have no nostalgia, nothing affects you like that. The only nostalgia you would have now is for early AEW days. Really. Uh, yeah, and even then, Cody's gone, so I really don't care. <laughs> well, we'll full fucking get to Cody, but yeah, yeah, Cody is his own his own beast. But God, I hope for I hope you didn't swear too much that opening. I have to censor all that out at the beginning. <laughs> but anyways, I'm not, I'm um, not going. I'm not going for YouTube monetization, bud. I yeah, but like, uh, it just you know, it makes our lives easier. But anyways, I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying to get that. Uh, I'm trying, trying to get to that. Fuck. No, I'm trying. I'm trying to get those sponsorships from the uh, ball trimmers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever it's, it is. We've, we've been a podcast for 15 minutes and you're trying to get sponsorships from Dude, Manscaped. Gotta, well, that's the thing, right? I've learned about wrestling as an adult and I know that there's one thing to do and that's make dimes, okay? <laughs> and we're not no dime shitters, okay? We are here to get sponsors. Currently, currently we, are we aren't. Currently, we are no dime shitters, but eventually. Everybody, everybody, everybody starts off in a rec arena, man, okay? We are in our high school stadium stage okay okay, okay. We need to get to is the pontiac silverdome of wrestling podcasts gotcha okay which will be blown up that's what we're trying to get to. <laughs> trying to blow up yeah trying to blow uh, up um but anyways so my perspective on wrestling as a fan was i did start as a young fan um you know i was a kid had the john cena t-shirts the jeff hardy armbands you know 20 2010 2011 the um, lamest things possible. Oh, yeah, of course. Got bullied for it, justifiably, <laughs> in middle school. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm good on wrestling. It was fun. I think the last Raw I watched was the CM Punk pipe bomb. So I was a really fucking stupid kid. Um, yeah, that's, that's a ridiculous point to stop, dude. Yeah, I know, right? Um, insecure kid ever. You were like, I don't like how angry he is. Well, I, remember, I was in sixth grade. I didn't fucking know what was happening. Um... <laughs> But then I got back into it uh, in my high school days. I think I watched a Raw that had, like, Bray Wyatt doing goofy shit. 
um, or spooky shit or whatever to John Cena. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, this was, is kind of interesting. Spooky, that was a spooky era. For yeah, sure. yeah, it was like 2015. I was kind of getting a little into it. And then my, uh, I think my dad's company or whatever at the time had tickets to Raw. And they're like, hey, hello, you want to go? And I was like, uh, sure. I guess I'll catch up on the product. And then I invite my actual wrestling friend who's into wrestling. He says he got tickets already. This fucker, Jacob here, goes, I'm going with your other ticket. And I'm like, yeah. uh, what? And he goes, yeah, no, I'm going. No, I actually remember that exactly. I, re- I remember where I was, too. Uh, me and Liam, we were in Ann Arbor. We were walking outside to the car. Le- Le- Liam's our other wrestling friend. Yeah, yeah, the, the one that he, uh, Logan actually wanted to hang out with. Yes. I remember we were out at the car, and we were on speakerphone, and you asked, you asked Liam, and he, and he said no. And I remember grabbing the phone, and I said, I'll take the ticket. There's nothing more in this life that I like more. Than just going and doing things. <laughs> I want. I don't think I ever told you this, but my reaction to that was like silence, thinking if there's anybody else I could ask to go. Because <laughs> as like a wrestling fan, I was like, "Fuck, I don't got anybody." Okay, I guess. Yeah. And then we went. Uh, Jacob had fun, so and I was kind of back into the product a little bit. So we started watching wrestling more. We watched pay per views every month for WWE when SmackDown was good. Um, yeah, 2016 SmackDown. That is that is what I'm nostalgic for. Yes, yes, I, yes. That's I a good will one. say. I will say Dean Ambrose was my favorite wrestler. John Moxley is still my favorite wrestler. Logan was convinced for like three years straight that I only liked Dean Ambrose because he was WWE champion at the time I started. That and is I was true. So vindicated. I was so vindicated when John Moxley won the AEW championship, and I said I stuck around this entire time for this guy. Yeah, but so anyways, it got back into it. My, our friend Liam um, started, who we'll probably talk about more because we have a lot of connected things with him, started um, started getting me to New Japan because he was a big you know New Japan guy. Um, so He's a real wrestling fan. Yeah, he, he, is, yeah, he, he is. He, he is the epitome of a guy that is a quote-unquote real wrestling fan. Skittiest guy out of all three of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So but skinny. anyways, um, so started watching New Japan. You know, got into the Omega Okadas and... Um, you know, some of the Ibushi stuff, the Okada Tanahashi stuff, all that stuff. Fell in love with Strong Style, kept watching wrestling. Went to All In in 2018. Um, best show I've ever seen live. Actually, well, we went to All Out, that might have been better. But anyways, um, did that. Became a huge AEW fan. Here we are now, fat as fuck, loves AEW. Um, <laughs> so that's my perspective. So, like, I was out and back in... Um, and I just have a love for a certain type of wrestling. I, I follow it quite closely. Um, and I just love that. Uh, Jacob, on the other hand, like I said, different perspective. But it's, I don't, it's I don't a, like I don't like nothing. <laughs> it's such a unique perspective that it makes us like, because I don't give a shit. Like, I can make fun of shit that I enjoy and have fun with it. Um, so I'm not, I, I'm not the toxic, big into wrestling fan. I'm going to just make fun of all the dumb shit. Jacob just like hates everything, so he just wants to make fun of it and yell at everything. So I that's don't, I don't, the I don't unique, like I don't like anything. Yeah, that's our unique perspective. Where this is going to be like a comedy podcast, more or less, where we're just going to joke yeah. around and have fun with wrestling. Uh, we'll talk about shit coming up. I'm sure we'll probably talk about Rampage and uh, Battle of the Belts coming up, which will probably both have already happened by the time this is uploaded, or one of them. But, probably probably one. I think Rampage will, will have happened. Yeah, I think either I'll upload this probably during Battle of the Belts or before it, um, depending how quick I edit it. But, 
Um, yeah, so that's kind of our unique perspective. We're going to have fun here. Um, as you saw from the opening, it's kind of just whatever we want to talk about. Because we just talk about the shit just hanging out. And we're like, hey, we should record this shit. So here we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I look at wrestling in two ways. Uh, mm-hmm. First of all, wrestling to me is very largely uh, very equivalent to the stuff that I actually like, which is more so like I, I like superheroes in the comics and stuff and a lot of uh, storytelling. Mm-hmm. And to me, wrestling is nothing more than that. It's not this beautiful, unique art form that I think people are kind of obsessed with thinking it is. It's just TV. Um And I also look at wrestling through the eyes of business Um, as I'm very interested in business and I I have my own business passions. um, I look at a lot of things and I say, you know, this is a good business decision. This isn't a good business decision. Um, Like I was very, very interested in the Cody stuff because I was saying, what does this mean for AEW and WWE? For business reasons, uh, spoiler alert, it means nothing. Cody is not that big of a draw for anybody, <laughs> so I really don't care. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of my perspective on it. But Yeah, and, like, you should – what brought you back into wrestling? Because there's a very specific match that really brought you back into That brought me back into wrestling? Yes. Oh, you talked about me, it. What brought me back into wrestling was uh, Kenny Omega versus John Moxley at Full Gear 2019. I was talking about before that. What brought me into wrestling? What brought me into wrestling, or what brought me back? I was, ta- I was, talking, about the fi- I was talking about the final deletion. Oh well, yeah, that's what um, that's what actually brought me into wrestling in the first place. Okay. So there's two. So there's there's two big distinct matches here. Yes. Which uh, the first one is um, the final deletion with Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, which is the most ridiculous match I've ever seen. That, um, that's that a match. actually, yeah, I watched that match before, um, before I went to go see Raw Live with you. Oh, really? That was ticket. before that? Yeah, you, yeah, I think you showed me it because you were like, well, if you're going to go, you might as well watch what's happening. And I, I think I watched that because that was, <laughs> that was early 2016. Oh, God damn. That was so long ago if that was. Yeah. Um, but that match, you can show anybody and they will love it. It's just so enjoyable and so ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that um, is that is just an amazing match. Hey, guys. Editor Logan here. On the verge of wanting to end it all because I breathe so loud into the mic and have to edit that all out. Anyways, just want to let you guys know that from this point on for about a minute, Jacob messes with his headset very loudly. And for the parts we kept in, I can't uh, really edit it out. Um, he's a fucking dumbass, um, who loudly played with his headphones. Nothing I can really do. Sorry about that. Um, again, sorry. It's only for like a minute. Um, it's not the rest of the, the show. Don't worry. Um, but love you all for listening. Thank you. Um, sorry again. Um, love that. But yeah, but Moxley versus, uh, Omega. Yeah. Oof. Cause I hadn't watched AEW yet. Yeah, that was like their second show, I think. That was their third show. Third show, okay. Yeah, because uh, Moxley Kenny was supposed to be um, all out 2019, but it didn't happen because of uh, the staff infection John Moxley had. Right. And then, uh, bro, you need to stop fucking. You need to stop fucking with your cord. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm trying to plug my headphones. Give me one second. 
So anyways, Full Gear 2019, I remember you texted me. I was at the movies that night, and you said, dude, Kenny versus John Moxley was amazing. And um, like yes. I said, I hadn't watched any AEW stuff at that point. And I remember coming home to the apartment when we lived together. I remember coming home and uh, watching that. I hadn't been spoiled on anything. I really didn't know what the finish was going to be. And I remember you watching me. You kept asking me, "What do you? Who do you think is going to win?" And I was like, "Dude, yeah. Mox has to win." And um, I just remember that paradigm shift on the uncovered mat. Oh my god! Well, I guess the I guess the ring because the mat is what covers it. So yeah, the paradigm, the paradigm shift on the mat on the ring, and I was like, "Dude, this has got to be the coldest match ever." What? Who took the Who took the move into the? Uh, like trampoline of barbed wire. Oh, that was a suplex from Omega to Mox, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it. Yeah, that I think was it was insane. The... the broken, the crawling through the broken glass spot. Insane. Yeah. The fucking um. Oh, what's that move called? Whatever Kenny Omega's flip was that Kota Ibushi does. Um, onto oh. the onto the wood was brutal. Yeah, brother. I'm not gonna know the name of that move, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was good, but. The match that brought me into wrestling, and so here, here's the perspective, right? I, and I've always asked this question. I'm like, if people are going to tell stories, if they're going to make stuff up, why in good God's name are they fighting? And, and that question I never really truly understood was I was like, why is wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. The, the physical sport of wrestling why is that of all things that people chose to have a narrative to? I'm like, why, why is, um, the Harlem globe. Yeah. Yeah. Control your narrative, right? That's, this is what (laughs) this is. No. Um, I always wondered, I'm like, why is it not the Harlem Globetrotters? Right. Why, why isn't there scripted basketball or scripted this or scripted that? And Mm -hmm. I remember watching the final deletion for the first time. And I was like, man, I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. And, and that's when it all started to click for me. And then I, you know, Started watching WWE, which I, I have a funny story to tell you about that. I did not know that there was other wrestling companies for like three solid years. <laughs> I, I did not know. Me and Liam did could... not tell you about New Japan at all. I mean, that's so funny. No, no, you did. And, and I have a funny story about that too. I, you you guys kept saying, you know, oh, Kenny Omega is the greatest wrestler of all time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how can he be the greatest wrestler of all time if I'm not seeing this guy on the pay-per-views at WWE? Where well, did I meant- this guy wrestle that he could possibly be called the greatest of all time? I meant we didn't we didn't tell you for, like, quite a bit. And then, like, we watched the Okada Omega match. We started talking about that. Yeah, you and that Liam was like, did. Yes. That's what I meant. Like, me and Liam didn't tell you about New Japan until that match happened. And then it was like, that was like... Honestly, like, a lot of people talk about, like, AEW being, like, having these turning point moments. Okada Omega might have been one of the biggest turning points in wrestling that we'll ever see, and I don't think that's mentioned enough, for how much that affected the future of wrestling. No, I mean, um, that was great stuff, because I, I did end up watching it later on. Yes, for a filthy mark like me, I found <laughs> wrestling I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, you degenerate. So, I, I really, I only knew what WWE was. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just remember, you know, waiting. I'm like, dude, what are Matt and Jeff doing? Because I would go and I would watch the old stuff. And I'm like, okay, they were in WWE. And then they weren't. 
And then they were again, and now they're not. And I just kept saying, where could they possibly be wrestling at? Um, mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that WCW and WWE were different companies. I think I, I think I had to explain that to you. You <laughs> did. You did. And I was like, then how does WWE own all the WCW stuff? And it was like a tenuous couple of months of me trying to understand that WCW was an enemy <laughs> company that was defeated and was actually bought out. That right. that truly, truly is the extent of what I knew about wrestling. And mm. like like the screw job and stuff, like I was just like You got you guys gotta remember when I was getting into wrestling I learned about all this stuff solely through WWE-produced history things, which you got to remember. <laughs> the victor always wins. Fucking, yeah, I only listen to WWE history. <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, I like they, they would talk about these things. WWE talks about WCW like they own them the entire time. Yeah, it's true. You know, even though even though they got mollywopped for... I would say eighty three weeks. Yeah, eighty three weeks. That's no. literally how many. That's literally how many like rating wars WCW won. By the way, no, that's I, why the... I, I've learned that now. <laughs> um, but no, like like they were solidly being beaten for a long time. Um, and um, uh, another example, I did not know Dave Batista was a wrestler until. I, I think he this. came he came back to fight Triple H. So what was that, 2019? Uh, maybe, dude. I don't know. I think that was the last normal WrestleMania because I remember watching it at your at your parents' house before we moved in together. Yes, yes. And um, give me what I want. Give me what I want. Yeah, I just was like, dude, what does Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy want from Triple H? <laughs> what is little he- did I know. What is he offering a movie role or something? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah. They want Triple H to play Groot. Yeah, you know, Vin (laughs) Diesel just isn't doing a good enough job. So I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Groot. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, it's all about the game, baby. You play it. Um, okay, anyways, continue. So, again, like, a big thing for me that how I learned wrestling was I watched the YouTube video wrestling is a wrestling, which oh, God. I can't in good conscience tell you guys to go watch. Cause the guy was outed as a sex criminal or whatever. But at the time that video was amazing at the time that video was good. <laughs> yeah. At the time that video was good. Finding out later what went on with that guy, uh, in retrospect was kind of weird considering he did cast all the wrestlers as really hot chicks which was just super weird. Um, Go and look into it if you want. I don't, you know, I'm not going to name drop the guy or anything like I even remember, but for the people that have seen that, the perspective of his storytelling is very out of order. And I was very confused. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, it really goes to show that, you know, I have no, no nostalgia at all when it comes to people like, um, I hate The Undertaker. That guy sucks. But I really only know Mark. <laughs> Marks? Marks, yeah. I only know Mark Calloway. I do not know The Undertaker that wrestled. I do not know the guy that fought Shawn Michaels like twice or whatever. I, I don't know. 
See, that's yeah, that's the Undertaker I more remember because I was a kid watching those matches, and those matches were fucking amazing. Um, and I remember the Undertaker fought Big Show in a, in a shitty casket match because he was for SmackDown or some shit. You know, stuff like that. Um, dude, I watched wrestling back in the day where every pay-per-view was like 60 bucks. So if you want to have a pay-per-view, you'd have to watch the Raw or SmackDown after and see the highlights they showed before the show started. Um, that was the era I watched wrestling as a kid. And then I, I, I ordered WrestleMania, and that's all we do. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds terrible. So. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I don't recommend. Fun. I don't recommend being children, anyone. So if you have the option to go back <laughs> and be a child, I don't recommend it. Yeah, d- don't don't time travel. Yeah, especially don't time travel and be a wrestling fan. It's not fun. I, I mean, if you, I if, you know. if you could like time travel and be like fourteen or fifteen in like twenty eleven, and you can invest in Bitcoin if you had the money. <laughs> Then I would recommend it. But if you're time traveling, for, yeah, if you're time, time traveling purely for wrestling reasons, yeah, I would, don't recommend, I would recommend it. it. No, I, yeah, I wouldn't no, recommend, recommend it. it. You know, don't recommend it. Um, yeah. So my my view on wrestling, man, it's it's very very skewed, and well, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this right is I've gotten more engaged in wrestling Twitter discourse, mm-hmm. and the amount of people that I see on there that are you know. 40 plus who have been watching wrestling since literally the attitude era, man, mm-hmm. they have some insufferable opinions. Agreed. And I, you know, I'm going to be honest. If, you know, I've turned away so many people, I hope that maybe you guys can give me an opportunity to just be different. Cause I feel like literally everybody who participates in wrestling discourse have mm-hmm. been wrestling fans their entire life. Um, True. you know, I can think of one journalist in particular who will end up on mine and Logan's wall of hatred, <laughs> which we'll get to, but there's one journalist that I can think of who I never liked his opinions, but took the opportunity to get a job with the fed as quick as possible. And I got to say, what's the point of being a journalist if you're just going to go and get like. I'm trying to think of what the word would even be. Just, you know, a lackey job for for a bit lesser word. Yeah, just, just basically just, r- reporting what they feed you. Yeah, you know, it's like, all right, man, you want you want to quote-unquote interview our talent? We're going to send them on your company-approved show that goes on to our network, and they can say approved things to you. Do you remember when Ryan said... And I'll censor his name. Not really. Um, um, uh, do you remember when Mr. Ryan um, was on WWE's backstage show as a reporter? And that was with big quotations. Um, reporting things that, y- you know, was just happening um, exactly. on the you show. Know, like, it's so dumb. I, I, well, like... The whole concept of the the sports thing with WWE, like I, I had optimism when SmackDown moved to Fox because I was like, oh, maybe they are gonna do something with it, and and they did. And what, then Brock beat Kofi. Oh God, yeah, terrible. And um, you know they do they do like the backstage stuff, which got canceled, and they even brought mm-hmm. back CM Punk, which. He adamantly hated it because it wasn't a WWE program, and that's why it got canned. 
because it explicitly was not uh, produced by WWE. I will say, when they did that, Fox just swinging their dick in front of WWE and be like, nah, we're bringing in CM Punk, you can't stop us, was a pretty pretty, uh, based move, if I do say it myself, by Fox. Pretty cool. Like, hey, here's my dick, CM Punk. Well, um, I can I can only imagine. You know, the reports came out last summer, but if I was a Fox executive watching that AEW Dynamite, uh, well, not Dynamite Rampage debut of uh, of CM Punk, I, I would have been pissed. I I probably would have broken a lamp. I I, I might have even had a heart attack, depending on how invested I was in it. Depending on because... how many Little Caesars pizzas I ate. Yeah, you know, all that, uh, all the cardiac arrest that I'm building up in my heart. No, I, I, I would have been so upset because I think up until that day, like August 23rd or whatever, I think they were still gunning to get CM Punk. I think they were still yeah. sending him offers. Oh, Especially yeah, with all the rumors coming out, I would be like, dude, is there literally anything I can do? And to now, because I know Fox does contribute money to the signings, and they were like, yeah. Not not as your company, WWE, not as your company, but as a TV show, and we are the TV executives. We want this cast member on your TV show. We yeah, will and, personally sign him. And now they didn't sign him, and now CM Punk's having the greatest run of his career. And he definitely and, is a draw, too. So yeah. it's like, he, he yeah. is making a dent in the, the wrestling space. Would it, would it be as big of a dent if he was in WWE? No, but I think that's the point he wanted to make. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, though, what I was what I was talking about is that I will never, ever, sell my soul. I will never sell out, because I have no reason to. This truly means nothing to me. I could not care less. If wrestling just up and left me one day, I would be like, man, that sucks. I'll just go like do something else. Yeah, it's but, like. For you, yeah, it's it's really just like you have no attachment. Like obviously, you're a little bit attached to AEW because you've been there since the beginning. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I, and I, I mean, I like the product. Don't get me yeah. wrong; I'd be upset if it wasn't there. But like, I think a lot of people are like, my dream is to be a part of wrestling. Yeah, like your your whole personality is not wrestling. No, same as it's not with me. It's like it's a it's a big part of things I like. But, like, I don't need it to be, like, a functioning person. Like, it seems yeah. like some of these Twitter people need the, the, the damn Twitter people. But, um... Well, they're bots. <laughs> yeah, they're all bots. You're right. Yeah, they're, Tony Khan Tony, Tony did do an independent uh, study yeah. to find out that they are all bots. Who's paying them? Who's yeah. paying for them? I don't... Ryan's... <laughs> Ryan's... Yeah. Ryan's... Uh, with with his big WWE money. Well, um, Vince Vince is obviously laundering money through Ryan's. Wait 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 whoa whoa whoa! Vince McMahon is yeah. laundering money through Ryan's to pay for for for, for AEW hating bots. Are you breaking? Are you breaking? Is this breaking news? I thing? am break. I am breaking the news. I thought I we were a, a news a, podcast. Yeah, I had a I had a source that told me. My, my source, my yeah. source, Cyan Ratten. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, look, if Vince was paying for the bots himself with his personal Vince McMahon credit card, it's pretty <laughs> easy to track that. So what he's doing is he's paying Ryan Satin to have a horrible, horrible podcast, which he pays him tons of money, and then Ryan uses his paychecks to pay for the 
for the I don't box. know. I don't know why the image of Vince McMahon pulling out a credit card that says the Vince McMahon credit card made me laugh so hard. Well, it's like the it's like the bat it's like the bat credit card from Batman and Robin. <laughs> you know, it just has. Well, they make the WWE cards. I'm sure Vince has requested his own personal superstar card. Yeah, but I, I like to just think that in like big bold letters, it just says the Vince McMahon credit card. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's a joint one from Mastercard and Visa. Oh, oh, both that's, of them. That's how rich they're working together. Yeah, no, that's yeah. Oh, that's man. how much money Vince has, which is still not not as much as Tony Khan. But I'm not <laughs> defending billionaires, though. I'm not defending billionaires. I'm not. I'm not. You know, advocating for billionaires here. I'm just saying. So. Whoa. Whoa. No, I. I um. I. First I episode, don't. So breaking news. Yeah, breaking news. So no, I don't really have. I mean, I get it if that's your childhood and that's what you you grew up and that's your dream, but you know, at a certain point, you have to accept that maybe the dream that you had is being run by literally a sociopath and the product is terrible, which I got to give credit to Adam Cole, who has famously said that his dream was always to wrestle at WrestleMania, who decided to leave that company to go wrestle with his girlfriend and best friends and also be a main eventer. Right. We'll definitely get a championship reign at a certain point. Most likely. Yes. Not tomorrow, but most likely, yes. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. I don't, I don't think it will, but I'm just saying it wouldn't be the craziest thing to ever happen. I, I don't think I, – I definitely don't think we're seeing any title changes this weekend, honestly. No, I don't think so either. Uh, I'm just saying that, you know, it wouldn't be surprising. But Anyways, yeah. I, I have a lot of respect for Adam Cole in that sense that, you know, he, he decided, hey – I'm not as committed to this childhood dream that I have considering WrestleMania is literally a caricature of itself. It is nonsensical. Yeah, we should actually talk about that, how WrestleMania has literally become a parody of itself. Because watching this WrestleMania, there were some good moments. What did I pop for, Logan? I popped for something. Saturday Cody night. Sure. No, no, it wasn't. It was before Cody. I remember you explicitly saying, "Wow, you popped." I don't it, remember. It was, it was, it was some sort of stupid ass move. If I went back and rewatched it, which I don't want to, but yeah. I definitely, I definitely popped for something. It was probably some dumb move where like nothing happened, and you go, "Oh," and I'm like, "Why?" It's probably something on the apron. I pop for every single one. Of <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Everything on the apron. Well, it hurts more, as yeah, does, as you know. It does hurt more. It, the, the the steel apron. But anyways, WrestleMania. As much, I I enjoyed some parts. Sami Zayn versus fucking uh what's his face, Shy Knoxville. Super enjoyable. Had a lot of fun. Stone Cold. I actually had fun watching that. Um, it was surprisingly good too for for the standards that I thought it was gonna have. Yeah, no, yeah. WrestleMania was enjoyable. It wasn't, like, the best or anything. Had some good matches. I enjoyed it. Um, however, the whole Seth Rollins thing just showed how much of a fucking parody that WrestleMania has become. WrestleMania shouldn't be the place where, oh, it's WrestleMania. I need to have a match there. It's a big show. I got to be on it. Wait, it it's the be... big show? <laughs> well! Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Paul, it's Paul White now, buddy, okay? Yeah, it's tall, tall Paul. Um, tall Paul, Tall Paul. Yeah, so it is should, that a cigarette? What? What? Where? Tall Pauls? Aren't those like cigarettes? Oh, I thought you were like looking at me asking me no, a no, cigarette. No, no, 
Oh, uh, I, I wouldn't know. I don't fucking like lung cancer. Um, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, the whole separate thing. Like, yeah, you're you getting a match on there shouldn't be what's important. It shouldn't be the show that makes your match bigger. Your match should make the show bigger. And they do that sometimes. Like the whole Roman Brock thing, that was an attempt to a match making a show bigger. But Seth's whole story about oh well, I need to get on WrestleMania, is such a fucking like. I get it was to build Cody. That's fine. It's so fucking stupid though. How much of a fucking parody it's become, to just. For, for WrestleMania being the big show. The most stupendous WrestleMania. If I never hear the word stupendous again, I'll well, be fuck it'll be too soon. Well, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that Cody's on uh WWE now so that way I never have to hear him say apropos again. <laughs> apropos. Apropos. I thank you Toro Yano fan account for bringing the that to light. About to, uh, a, Cody's use of apropos. I hate that word so much. If, if, if we have a wall of love, Toriano fan account will be on it. Um, yeah, love that guy. Love and that Billy Gunn fan account. Yeah, those are those are two dudes that really got me into it. Um, <laughs> those are the two reasons I am a wrestling fan today. Um, they they but, they keep me they keep me happy. I love um, I love going to Applebee's and asking the waitress drunkenly to put on the 1999 King of the Ring, which I conveniently brought in a VHS set. For them yeah. to put on, because of gotta, course gotta, the Applebee's has VHS players. Of course, and I have my twenty-five cent wings, my yeah, dollars, yeah. my, <laughs> my, dollar, my dollar margaritas, and my twenty-five cent wings. And my nineteen ninety-nine king in the ring. Go to Applebee's, man. Well, this is a great, great time to bring up our sponsorship from Applebee's. Um, yeah, love <laughs> Applebee's. Uh, by the way, Billy Gunn is a super nice guy. He is awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we've met him. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, we met Billy Gunn, had him sign. Do you want to tell the story of what he said when you had him sign it? I don't even remember what he said. He he saw us have two. We, so me and Jacob each had a copy of it yep. to have him sign. He looked at it, laughed, and said, is this the one I won? And they didn't even put me on the cover of the DVD. Yeah. Yeah, that is. That is what he said. He was like, why did they not put me on it if I won? <laughs> <laughs> cool dude. He's a really he's very tall. Oh my god, that guy's massive. Uh, Logan, you have to post a picture of me with with Billy Gunn. I'll have to find it. Oh, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Okay, please do. I'll make my life easier. Because yeah, I also during his guy. match. Oh, our friend Liam was who was a wrestler at one time. Got involved during his match. That was cool. We also got water showered on us during his match by Rhino. Um, <laughs> man, Michigan Indies were the shit in fucking 2019, oh my 2020 God. when we went. Dude, I hate, I hate what happened with the pandemic, man, because, dude, it was so much fun, um, going to Indies now. And I haven't, I haven't been to one in literally forever. I haven't either. Actually, so today I told someone, someone was, um, I don't know how it came up. Oh, he sent me a fucking thing for micro wrestling in Detroit. And I was like. Oh, micro wrestling's coming to Detroit? <laughs> Yeah, it's coming to some bar show, and I was like, Ooh. if you want to go, and I was like, if you want to go to a, like a real bar show, I'll take you to a bar show. And then I told him the story of how we got showered in glass and beer during uh, Liam's match. Yeah, good but, times, good times, very good times. So and it actually coincided with what we were talking about in the group chat with that picture too. But yeah, whatever. So those were very good times. So WrestleMania, though, I'm getting kind of sidetracked, but we'll we'll talk about Billy Gunn more because God, I love that guy. Um, <laughs> No, WrestleMania, man, it's it's just ludicrous what it is now. Like, I get that it's like this big, big-ass extravaganza, but who who had the sponsored match? It was like the opening match of Saturday. And 
Oh, oh, yeah, it was the fucking, oh, Mike's Hard Lemonade with, with oh Rick Boogs and Shinsuke. Oh. Rick Boogs got injured. Oh, that was terrible, but. That was bad, that was sad, but, it, it like, what is going on? This is, yeah. like, I, I actually would think it's just funnier if every match was sponsored and they just leaned into it. I guess that's my problem with WWE, is they refuse to lean into anything. Yeah, like, like they'll half commit to, like, a joke and then just back out, and it's like. Just do it. It'd be funny. Like, AW fucking going all in with, like, Dan Housen cursing at the Suzuki incident. Yeah. Or, like, or like, funny. The, um, or, like, Jericho and MJF, like, singing to each other, <laughs> which I still stand by that. Okay, it was the pandemic. There was no crowds. What do you want? Yeah. If they were trying something different. Well, wrestling had never been just only TV. Up until that point, wrestling was always live shows with the crowds. It was a sports experience. Not <laughs> sports entertainment, but it was a literal sporting event experience. Well, Jericho is a sports entertainer after all. So. He is. Jericho 316 says, I am a sports entertainer. <laughs> so, I don't... I don't understand why Wrestle, why WrestleMania and WWE don't just lean into the bit. Like, I saw someone on Twitter saying that WWE is damn near DDT levels of comedy. And if they would just lean into that aspect, mm-hmm. then it would be good. Oh, here's a, here's a perfect time to say something. Logan, you might know what I'm going to say, but this is a perfect thing that I do not like, that wrestling fans like that I think is completely ridiculous and should just be gotten away with to begin with, but is a hilarious aspect of wrestling to me is the damn music video packages before. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know why you hate those. Those are the most pro wrestling things ever. I don't get it. It's childish. It's stupid. It, <laughs> it, it takes me out. The, the dad rock, butt rock ass, stupid music. And I Dude, like, come when, on. And I like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I unironically am a Limp Biscuit fan, and yet still, I, it takes me out every time seeing the edited moves in like it's like a combo video and it's trying to tell a story. Yeah, it's dude, come on, the My Way promo. I guess I get it. That's the good one, but all of them afterwards, I just I think I it's so it... stupid and it just it takes me. out. There was a solid week I was trying to get you to watch a bunch of those because I was so mad that you said you didn't like them. I don't. I remember <laughs> where I was too. I just don't like it. I really, yeah. I really, truly don't. It just, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know why it's the most pro wrestling thing ever. But that's what I'm saying. I don't like quote unquote pro wrestling. I'm saying I like the story aspect of it, and I think it cheapens the... it by quantifying it into a video package. It's for the people who haven't been able to watch the entire story. Be better fans. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Dedicate time in your week to watch How it. How do you so so you like the storytelling, but you don't you don't like the storytelling recap before the match to, to, to remind you what's happening? No. Do you think I'm going and watching anime music videos to catch up on the season finale for Naruto? No. I just watched the show. Anime has mid-season recaps. Yeah, and they have Road to WrestleMania and like the road to all out and you know they have they have catch up things they do you have... watch do, do you okay do you like those do you like the road to all out and all that i mean i don't watch them because i am a good fan and i watch the weekly shows but <laughs> if i did all right, Jerry, you know what Jerry, Jerry, we're all bad fans you're the best fan ever everybody else everybody else is shit compared to me that's what i'm saying is that i'm unabashed here 
I'm not gonna lie to people. I am a good you're, fan. You're, 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 the, you're the best fan. You, you're, you know, you're the best fan. Don't need any fucking. I am the best fan. And you All know, wrestling and I, and sucks. Jacobs, Mox is the only good wrestler to ever exist. He is. He is. He's not. He's not some. He's not some some shitter pro wrestler sports entertainer guy. Okay, that guy smokes cigarettes and beats the hell out of people. Okay, now that's a guy. He's he's smoking tall Pauls. Okay, that's what he he's doing. I, I wonder if he still smokes or not. Uh, I think he does, but I don't okay. think he drinks though. Yeah, no, he's not drinking. Which the the scoop from Renee is is that he drinks a hot chocolate every night before going to bed. Well, in jeans. Well, in jeans. Remember. In jeans. Oh my god, dude! Trying to find the John Moxley jeans. That was funny. Someone, I gotta <laughs> find out what jeans he wore because I want to get some. I think they were expensive though. But Probably. he said that he he can sleep in them. He eats in them. He does everything in them. He wrestles in he them. Wor- he works out in them. He works out in them. I want to be a John Moxley jeans. I can. I I can't imagine working out in jeans, let alone in general. But, um, dude. If you can't train in jeans, then how are you expected to fight in jeans? You gotta I put mean, on you, a, make... you gotta put on a karate gi before you get into a street fight. No. Yeah, bro. I'll, I'll pause the fight and be like, "Hey, hey, man, I gotta get dressed." Dude, like, give me like don't mug me. Just let me take off my clothes and put on my karate gi. Okay, that's not gonna happen. All right, <laughs> you fight in jeans. You live by jeans. Okay, John Moxley is a guy that we live. Well, behind. the problem is the problem is right. If you can't fight in jeans, you should always have your fighting clothes at least underneath, ready to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm always wearing the highlighter outfit where I have a neon green sports <laughs> shirt on and a neon green basketball shorts. You, get, you gotta always stay ready. Yeah, yeah, always, always. You never know. I, I mean, I work a really dangerous job in, at Target, <laughs> so you just never know when someone's gonna want to fight you. Like, I, I don't know if I don't know if you saw, um, like, you know, watch the uh, Eddie Kingston match on Wednesday. Even yeah. in his street clothes, he had his wrestling singlet underneath. That man was ready. Well, you know. I think we all could learn a lot of lessons from Spider-Man. You just always have to have it on underneath. Yeah. You know, even if you look like a youth pastor, you still need to <laughs> always be ready to fight. Yeah, of course. Um, man, we were talking, we were making a good point. Oh yeah. No, I stand behind the sports entertainment, man. And the wrestling, I just mm-hmm. don't like the video packages. But mm-hmm. I, I really, I really, I don't get why WWE just doesn't focus more on being funny and being comedy and yeah. making jokes. It really, I think that's like my biggest problem with WWE and why I never wanted to get into wrestling is it's like, we're super serious. And, and, and again, this is, this is how I feel about the video packages. It's, it's like, all right, man, it's the super serious, heartfelt story but then you have Dean Ambrose coming out to the ring with a hot dog cart and you're like, this can't possibly be a serious thing going on. I can't actually be emotionally invested in this right now when we're doing stuff like that. We're, we're coming out and putting on a cowboy hat to mock the dude and, you know, all these things. It's like, just be comedy. Well, just, that's the whole thing with the wrestling, though, is like, with that Seth Rollins the Ambrose thing, there's one week you'll have Dean Ambrose with a hot dog cart, and the next week Seth Rollins is curb stomping him through a set of actual bricks. Like that's just wrestling in general, though. No, I I get it. I'm just saying I think the problem with WWE combined with that is WWE's trying to appeal to children, and I, I'm gonna be honest here, and I think more and more people are being honest with ourselves. WWE is for kids. I am not a child. I do not want to watch a product for children, and I think WWE needs to stop 
the problem is is that their itinerary and the the writing and everything is directed towards kids but you know i i don't think wwe even cares about adults so then why are we as adults wrestling fans interested in what wwe is to begin with because it's why are we watching it because people are trapped in a cult-like following of i'm loyal to this i'm not gonna leave it yeah it's just bad credit where credit's due nxt was actually interesting oh nxt dude it's so fucking frustrating to me there's two things with nxt because i watched nxt that was good there's two things that frustrate me with it one wwe's refusal to mention it when they had the best fucking wrestling company in the world for like two three years right wrestling promotion promotion yeah i'm sorry promotion not company got company promotion two that these fucking wwe like stands had no idea about it yeah it's so frustrating to me like because like people are like for example i saw somebody like um talking about how they were surprised how good mcafee was and someone was like well it's on twitter and someone was like well i mean he did all this in nxt too and and the person replied oh nobody watched that why, why would anyone watch that? And it was like, what, what do you mean why? It was, it was literally good. Adam... Yeah, fucking Pat McAfee competed in a fucking War Games match. And nobody nobody talks about it. I actually didn't even know that. I forgot about that. Yeah, it, it's so frustrating to me. Like, a fucking Andrade and uh, Aleister Black had a banger match. Andrade yeah. and Johnny Gargano. The Champa Gargano matches. Not talked about anymore. Adam Cole it's... had really, really good matches. It's oh like... my god, Adam Cole and Gargano... So that, that definitely did start. There was a problem that that era of NXT where it became too finisher kick outy, and Cole and Gargano, while he had good matches, definitely epitomized that. I hate um, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels ruined wrestling. Bret Hart better. Um, Bret Hart was in fact better. Bret was right. I hate Shawn, and I've been on the Shawn Michaels hate train for a long time. I've I, always I, said Shawn Michaels I, sucks. I do still like Shawn Michaels, but um, well, he ruined wrestling. I've I've recently come to the um, conclusion that Bret Hart may have been better, but I still nostalgia as a kid um, have that spot for Shawn Michaels. Um, well, here here you go, right? You have nostalgia, you have bias. I'm gonna come out and say it, even though I've come around on the Young Bucks and I've come around on AEW and stuff. The state of pro wrestling with the with the finishers and the kickouts and the overselling and all that stuff—that's all Shawn Michaels doing. Okay, the Young Bucks, Adam Cole, all the super kicks. I'm controlling my narrative here, okay? I'm <laughs> saying no super kicks. Shawn Michaels literally ruined wrestling. We should all be more like Goldberg and Adam Schur, formerly known as Braun Strowman. Okay, and we should all be like control your narrative, TV deal imminent. Okay? Hey, 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 <laughs> TV deal imminent. Hey, you know how Bret Hart's career kind of ended? Uh, yeah, you, I remember. You know, he, you, you know what move did it? Uh, yeah, it was a kick to the head by Goldberg. Not just a kick to the head, Jacob. Was it a super kick? <laughs> it was. Oh. Goldberg, he's, Goldberg's not controlling this narrative very well. No, Goldberg um, is not. I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, Tope Suicidas. I'm doing <laughs> super kicks. I'm controlling my narrative by breaking the rules. My narrative yeah. does not rule one rules. and Yeah, rule one and two says you're in control. Yeah, I'm in so, control. Yeah, but also, so, but also, you can only golf clap and control <laughs> your narrative. <laughs> They're not. We need to be respectful. Matches are scripted. Fights are not. 
I don't know what that is. Who's booking this fucking card? I don't yeah, get... I don't, what, do you, what, do you, what do you mean scri- scripted? Yeah, is there <laughs> shoot fights? I Like, at that point, yeah, you just it's call so, the police. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like, yeah, matches have to hit their times. Fights don't. It's like, what? You're never going to get so, on pay-per-view, bud. There's hard outs. <laughs> also, are you, tell, are you telling me that, that, like, the fights are real? Yeah, I'm gonna get signed to control your business or control your narrative, and I'm going control into business your for business. myself. Hey, 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 if we make this a business, that's our name. Control your business. Hell yeah, that's gonna be my LLC. Is control your business because I'm trying to control my business here. So, so, question for you. Yeah. Does is control your narrative on the hate wall or no? Have we decided yet? It's, gotta, gotta, it's gonna be on a third wall. <laughs> the narrative wall. Yeah, yeah, for the narrative. So, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, like NXT and stuff, right? Yeah, Shawn Michaels guy, guy, kind of ruined NXT towards the end with all that stuff, but NXT was good, and, like, Raw and SmackDown, it's just... Okay, so here's another thing, right? When I was trying to get into wrestling and stuff, a lot of the preconceived notions I had going into it was like, dude, John Cena's for babies, this isn't serious... Fortunately, 2016 SmackDown was so good that I'm here now because it was good. But, you know, going into wrestling and stuff, I'm like, okay, it's fake. And that's fine. I don't care that it's fake. I was more so concerned with it being so heavily for kids. And in that period, when I found out about wrestling, I want to say in like 2010 up until watching wrestling in 2016, I was like... Yeah, it's just for kids. It's just it's just stupid stuff. And I think that that comes really big into part with the PG era of WWE. And, you know, it's really hard to, like, sell people, like, on our age right now, trying to get them into wrestling because it's like, no, it's just the stupid John Cena stuff. And it's like, wait, you're telling me that you don't go to the barber and get your hair cut and talk about how Bad Bunny is in WWE? <laughs> I forgot about that. I no. hate Brian S- and that guy sucks. Fuck him. No, oh I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's like, dude, you haven't heard about how Roman Reigns, the cousin of the Rock, is you know undisputed Universal WWE champion, and that doesn't make you want to go and be you know super into WWE, the best wrestling company in the world. It's like. No, that's stupid. I would literally have a better shot at going up to someone and being like, dude, do you know who CM Punk is? And they're like, I've heard of him. Didn't he lose in MMA like three separate times? And I'm like, no, actually one was uh, (laughs) retroactively changed. Yeah, it was taken away. And the other one's not really his fault. But, you know, it's like CM Punk's wrestling. And it's like, yeah, I've heard of that guy. And, you know, it's the best you can do. Yeah, honestly. I mean, people know Sting though. People do like Sting. Pe- people know Sting, Jeff Hardy. People are starting to know MJF just because he's such an asshole. Oh well, he's I mean that, that publicity. I mean, I knew of MJF before I knew of MJF. I mean, I was seeing videos of that guy yeah. saying some insane ass things. So yeah, if you go like, if you go like, hey, do you know the guy who said uh, call the girl Tits McGee? People are running like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, or the guy that started a trend that is still super popular with the ma 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 mid the midwest yeah. Oh, yeah. you know like that's that's mjf that that was AEW, which to this day is still the most cultural mainstream they've ever gotten yeah is the whole mid thing yeah mjf is yeah mjf is dimes that guy rocks mm-hmm. i mean he's a terrible person but like you know he, 
Yeah, salt of the earth. Salt of the earth. No. Yeah, salt of terrible, the earth. Terrible human. Yeah, I mean, truly terrible, but... Truly. Uh, yeah, I, I, it, it doesn't... I don't get it, man. I really don't. It's just, it's, it's so confusing to me. And I guess, you know, the, the point in the story that I want to make here and try to understand is I want you to help give me perspective on maybe what I'm not missing and the people who might listen. I want them to explain to me what I might not be missing or what I am missing. And I want to explain to you guys what it's like to watch wrestling from a point of view that is not a childhood experience is not someone who was indoctrinated into watching wrestling and only WWE and doesn't even know. Like, again, like I didn't know that there was other companies out there because I just watched WWE and, um, you know, someone said, I mean, you Logan, you said Kenny Omega is the best wrestler of all time. And I'm like, if he's so good, then why doesn't he fight Seth fucking Rollins? I, who is very dude, clearly the best wrestler in the world. I legitimately, he's on WWE. I legitimately think you asked me, like, not, like, in a mean way, like, a defensive way. You were literally, like, curious, like, well, if he's the best, why is he not in WWE? And I had to be like, well, I had to explain to you that there's alternatives. Well, and, and, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I didn't and I didn't get it. No, you didn't know, yeah. Because I was like, WWE is the place. So what is the logic for someone to not go... And wrestle at, at WWE, which is a, a tale for another episode to talk about why someone would not want to go wrestle at WWE, which is famously what the Bucks and Kenny did at the end of 2018 and the beginning of 2019. Right. And um, also before yes, for the past like yes. five or six years, which no one wants to talk about, but they were definitely getting offers for a long but time. Kenny quit WWE. Yeah, like, and before he became big. Yeah, he was in OVW. Um, no, it, it um, it, it was it was really it was really confusing for me, and I I just I want people seriously. I I would like to be a conduit for that um that perspective because I don't think I really don't know anybody on Twitter or, or anybody anywhere. Who's like, yeah, no, I got into wrestling because of AEW or New Japan. Um, there was a little surge with the Bullet Club stuff when they were being sold in yeah. the topic. Um, yeah. I will actually say that AEW coming around, I think, did hurt new fan engagement because the Bullet Club was so hot and was such a mm -hmm. mainstream thing. And when the Bullet Club ceased to be mainstream because of the elite leaving i do think that hurt but i'm hoping that maybe we can see a resurgence post pandemic right. going forward do, do you think this is a little off topic but do you think that uh one uh fucking only fans girl that toriano retweeted uh became a fan because of aw or was she like before that what, what, what uh, do you think i think i was reading some of the stuff not like i was you know stalking her page or anything no 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 totally not but I, she didn't seem like she had been a wrestling fan. She did or didn't? Had been. She did. She did seem like she was a wrestling fan, which... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up her name right I, now. I'm going to say very surprising for someone to be physically attractive in a wrestling fan. But, you know, <laughs> guys, I'm a heel. Logan's the face here. I'm the heel. I'm Taz, yeah. baby. I'm Taz. Do your Taz impression. 
Oh yeah, no, that's just Hulk. That's that's Macho Man. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I gotta get Hulk. I gotta get warmed up for for the. Uh, uh, Morgan Moore is her name. If you want to go look at her wrestling tweets and nothing else. Yeah. Um, but we yeah, should, that's we her... should put her Twitter in the description, and that's it. <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. That's all you're getting is her. Uh, I'll, I'll put I'll put her Twitter in the description. Um, probably not as the only thing, but it'll be on top for sure. Yeah, no, it'll be the first one. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> oh man, you, you totally you totally dogged me. Oh, so I was I was talking. <laughs> oh man, dude, you you fucked me on this. What, what were well, we now Morty, thanks a lot. Oh um, man, you boobs on the mind and you can't think of anything. Not my fault. Just... Oh, the 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 Bullet Club stuff. I think I think the Bullet Club was seriously non WWE's best attempt at getting into the mainstream and it really was successful. And then you you stopped getting the um Bullet Club stuff afterwards because the AEW, you know, uh took over the reins and now it's not like the the shirt designs are bad by any mean, but they're they're just not the Bullet Club logo and people aren't yeah. Going into Hot Topic and buying them, and especially the Bullet with... Club logo was iconic. Yeah, well, and it also, you know, I, we got to remember AEW had a solid year before the pandemic. I mean, they they what they were on TV non-pandemic for five months. Yeah, five six months. I mean, like yeah, because they started in what September. Uh no, October? dude, no, dude. It was like October. October, yeah. Yeah, DC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause all out happened uh, Labor Day weekend, and then it was DC like October second. Yeah, which that crowd, by the way, if you go back and watch the show, one of the hottest wrestling crowds I've ever seen. Yeah. So you got you know October, November, December, January, and February. So yeah. And then... five, so five months, and I might add December sucked. December was probably the worst booked show ever yeah december booking was terrible i think we got a little bit into february because remember revolution happened that was one of the last shows before things shut down uh yeah uh, yeah no it was uh by the way still my favorite aw pay-per-view i think is that revolution that revolution was was so good um, oh my god although all out 2021 was was very good too though so yeah anyways we, we I, were I think there. i think the bullet club stuff was was great but maybe we'll see it again um, mm-hmm. You tell me the Jericho Appreciation Society t-shirts aren't going to blow up? <laughs> the only thing getting blown up is my toilet after eating all the Little Caesars hot and ready's, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else is blowing up when it comes to Jericho, okay? Honestly, if any shirt was a blow up right now, they'd probably be the Blackpool Combat Club. That is a that, cool, that's just, that, that's that's just cool. I, I mean, I really like the John Moxley skull t-shirt I have. That That's... Uh, that one's pretty, cool. That's a pretty killer but one. But it, it, it's not, it's not like recognizably a wrestling shirt, too. You know, that's the, it, the dude. I swear to God, I hate when they fucking put out these stupid ass shirts that are like clearly so. It's like, I'm not trying to hate on Jade Cargill. I don't even know if this shirt exists, but like, I'm just talking hypothetically here. Like a 30 and 0 shirt. It's like, who's gonna get that and who's gonna wear that out? Like, if that's a shirt, I'll throw it up. <laughs> Yeah, I like I don't like like what why why would you buy that? That's stupid. I, if I'm gonna buy a T-shirt, I want it to not overtly be a wrestling shirt. I want it to be a cool logo that directly mm-hmm. supports a wrestler that I like. 
Yeah. Like John Moxley. I like the logo. Um, mm-hmm. The closest thing that I have to that is, like, my Matt Hardy shirt that says, um, uh, I don't die or whatever it is. What, yeah. You know, it's like, that one's kind of cool because it's, it's, like, bloody and it's like, oh, that's kind of, like, you know, it's weird. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't die or something. But it's like, oh, it's a wrestling thing. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I saw today. I saw a guy today at Target that was wearing an old Judas shirt. That was, uh, oh. it was, it, yeah, yeah, it was like, it was like, it was Chris Jericho, but like, it was like the, like, Mother Mary or whatever. It was kind of weird. A little offensive. Oh, yeah, I, I remember that shirt, I think, actually. Like, I'm like, I'm not gonna go out wearing a picture of Chris Jericho on my shirt, like, just weird. Yeah, and strange. another off-topic off thing, um, because since that conversation kind of winding down, I told you about this, like, when it was happening, but the weirdest, like like real world like AEW connection thing I've ever had was my new coworker at work cuz we have like an Alexa there so they play music on it or whatever I usually have my headphones on my new coworker at work we told her to like, play whatever she wants she goes Alexa play Fozzy and I was like I was like no why? <laughs> I was like why it's not that good and then she was sending like Chris Jericho gifts but only gifts of him like on stage at like a concert and I was like, do you know about that? I didn't ask because I didn't want to be a fucking stupid mark. <laughs> but, like, I was like, do you know about the other side of Jericho? Or, like, I think I sent one, like, gif of Jericho doing something. Where like, was oh. Je- Chris Jericho January 6, 2021? <laughs> it was wife. But, um. Where was he? <laughs> I, probably wrestling. Um. But, no, I was, like, I think I said one wrestling gif in response, but it was, like, him drinking bubbly or whatever. So it wasn't actually him wrestling, but it was, like, clearly he was in a wrestling venue. And I was, like, do you know about, are you, like, a fan? Like, I don't, I didn't ask because, again, not a stupid mark. There's not a I, single person who's a Fozzie-only fan of Christian. Right, exactly, exactly. That's why I was so confused. I was, like, do you like Fozzie? And I, th- I think she said that she does like Fozzie, and I was, like, Why? It's not good, and the first song to play was fucking Judas, too. And I was like, I'm in hell. This is not real. I'm having... This is a simulation. It's not real. I'm being tested. Because um, I've never once wanted to listen to Judas in a group, like, just on its own, on a playlist. <coughs> and there is some good <laughs> wrestling music, too. Like, famously, Kingdom by Downstate <laughs> is a very good song. It's actually a good song. I have PTSD whenever I hear it now, but it's an actual good song. Yeah, I can only think of, of Homelander doing very, very bad things. When Adrenaline! I yeah, that, that's... In my soul, that. something, something, Cody Rhodes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, John bu- Silver. I'm still, I'm still bummed out they didn't do the I'm coming home for Cody Rhodes, because that would have been... <laughs> that would have been so fucking funny. It's also really funny that the fucking kingdom is like a legitimately an anti-WWE song. Dude, the beginning of the song says wrestling has more than one royal family. I mean, it's very clearly saying, you, that, saying you, that the Rhodes you, family is better you than the looked, McMahons. Have you ever, well, yeah, have you ever looked at, like, the uh, the lyrics for it? It literally says, like, you can take my name but not my freedom and stuff like that. Yeah! And it's like, it's literally about WWE being shitty. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous, but... We've been going for quite a bit. Yeah, uh, we gotta, we gotta, you're, 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 we gotta go, go home. We gotta, we gotta go home, brother. We gotta go home, brother. We, we, um, we gotta go home. Who's going over tonight, Logan? Uh, who's going over? Who's oh, going fuck. over who, tonight? Who, 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 who do you put over? 
Who do, who, who do you want to put? Uh, Tori Alfanica? No, 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 not no, yet. No, no, let's, not, no, not let's, yet. Put, let's put over the girl. Let's put over the girl. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the, the, the one girl that he retweeted. Uh, what's her name? Hold on. I'm blowing it I'll up. Put, I'm blowing it up. She's, I'll, she's I'll going pull, over. I'll, I'll, I'll get up faster. Wait, um, Megan Moore. Morgan Moore. Morgan, Morgan Moore. Moore. Morgan Moore. What? What's the finish tonight, Logan? What's the finish? Uh, if, we're, if we're putting her over, how do we? Well, she, she's definitely on top either way. Um, she's not, okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up at the lights tonight. Morgan Moore can um. She can do she, a roll. She can, be she, on can, top. she can roll. She can roll me up. Yeah, she, 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 she can roll both. Yeah, yeah. She, oh, okay. Oh, Morgan you know, Moore you know, goes you know over. What, you know what? We're gonna do. We're gonna do the WrestleMania 2021 main event finish. She's gonna pull me on top of you, and she's gonna stand on us. <laughs> yes. So, by the way, for those who don't know, I think every week we're gonna do. We're gonna say we're going home, and we're gonna pick a winner every 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 week. Who's going over and how they're going over. So Morgan Moore <laughs> pulling it's not, the Roman it's not, Reigns. It's not, it's not a winner, brother. It's scripted. Oh, it's scripted. You're it's right. Scripted. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Scripted. They're going over. They're going over. So this entire Morgan podcast Moore... was scripted. Oh yeah, word this for is, word. This entire um, thing we wrote. And it's weird. It's it's weird that it was so shitty, even though it was scripted. But um. Well, I I, I actually I actually subcontracted the WWE writers. So gotcha. They're, anyways, they're yeah. the guys who wrote this. So Morgan, Surprise, Morgan surprisingly, Moore... they have such beef with Ryan. Yes, <laughs> it's, the, it's the unscripted division and the scripted division. They got beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So basically, this is the because no one's gonna see this. So this is WWE writers' attempt at like venting all their frustrations. Yep. And now we're saying it. So, anyways, Morgan Moore piling us up, stepping on us, going over. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think that'll end it. I think next. I think next show maybe we can do the wall of hatred. Um. Got mad, be- mad we'll beef see. with a lot of people, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go through our beef. Even I, more than we talked about today. I Ryan Satin is definitely on it. Um, but we'll, we'll form that out uh, next week, I think. So uh, unless you have any last words, uh, we're getting stepped on. No, no, I'm, I'm ready to go home. I'm looking up at the lights, brother. All right. Well, then I guess we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Um, fucking social media is whatever be in the description, I guess. Below Morgan Moore, of course. Yeah. Our champion for today. Um, yeah, see you guys next time. Bye. No. No.